This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey folks, the return we have all been waiting for is finally here. UFC's most notorious icon is stepping back into into the octagon this Saturday. Be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbooks, the official the official sports betting partner of the UFC for a shot to turn $1 into $257. That's right, Corey. New users can now bet $1 on Conor McGregor to win by knockout in the first round. And if he does, you'll be cashing in $257. So you're betting a little, winning a lot. It's that simple. (laughs) While we are all excited for this weekend's premiere UFC bout, let's not forget football is in the midst of their playoffs. So head to the app to check out the great playoff promotions now. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your easiest convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $257. If McGregor wins by first-round knockout, place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code THPN for new players to get 257 fucking dollars if McGregor wins by a first round knockout for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbooks. What is up, everybody? Mikey CLT here from Bar Down Breakdown, letting you know that our 100th episode is going to be dropping exclusively on the Hockey Podcast Network on January 27th. We will be joined by special guest Derek from the amazing pop punk band State Champs. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on all our socials so you do not miss any of our amazing episodes. We are so pumped that we have made it to episode 100. And to thank you, we are running an Instagram contest where one lucky winner can win a Steez brand snapback hat. So head over to our Instagram and enter our contest. Also, if you are just hearing about Bar Down Breakdown, make sure you go and check out our 99 other episodes where we have had artists who have been nominated for Grammys, all the way down to artists who are unsigned, where we dive into the crossover between alternative music and hockey. So make sure you go and check out Bar Down Breakdown wherever you listen to podcasts, brought to you exclusively by the Hockey Podcast Network. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Once again, joined by my wonderful co-host, Corey the Bayou Benders. How are you, buddy? I'm fine. I, I like the other intro. It had a disaster, but what's up, dude? I'm fucking just excited to be here. We got 30 minutes before puck drop against Vancouver. So it's a good fucking night. And it's a real good night, bro. What's yeah, up? somebody what's up uh, with you. Somebody passed out for a solid four hours after work. <laughs> so we're recording a little late. But, uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, fucking excited to play Vancouver. Uh, they've been absolutely dog shit to start the to start the year. I think they're putting it plainly. One and three. Yeah. Um, 
I actually, you know, I was high on them. A lot of people thought they were going to regress like this and I was pretty adamant they were going to be good. So I think I was the highest on this particular podcast. I was putting them first overall and they still have a chance, but uh, it's just, yeah. a, it's a wonky beginning. They can't afford they, too much more wonk, but I'm hoping they shake it off to prove us right. But like, not right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like the not next tonight. three games. Not, not the next shit. three fucking games. They can but get yeah. one win in the next three. I want no. all three, but I want all three. Joel Edmondson has to assert his dominance over these Western Conference, Western Dude, Canadian can't, teams. Can't wait to speak about Joel Edmondson in a minute, but uh, let's Joel just stay- <laughs> freaking <laughs> let's, Edmondson, let's baby. On, let's stay on the Canucks for a second before we get into this ignorance. Um, but yeah. I don't know. It, it's 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 a little confusing. I really expected them to come out a bit better than they they have been, but I mean, I guess it's kind of like the opposite of what's going through us. I'm super like worried that by talking about it, I'm gonna fucking um, I don't know. I'm gonna jinx us. But I mean, let's just right off the bat, uh, <laughs> we're. We got 85% on the penalty kill right now to their 66. Um, there, something for us that I do wanted to bring up, uh, our face-offs have been lacking lately. We just, we're not losing by much, but we are losing the face-off um, quite often. Well, and I think that's what happens when you have two very young centermen Understandable. in your number two and three spot. I think every, every – I don't know if there's many centermen that come into the league – and win more than 45% of their face-offs. Okay. It doesn't happen very often. I just like if and and that's so crazy to think that like that's like I'm I'm happy that that is the only takeaway that I really want our team to improve on is just it's just a little bit better on face-offs and it's it's not like we're losing bad, you know, it's like a a 48 to, you know, 52 type of situation, but um I don't know, I just uh Jake Allen got to play, you know, in the previous game. It's just one game, uh, two games now where we were just robbed of two shutouts. But if I'm Jake Allen, there's so much confidence after that one game. And I think as a fan, even though it's just one game, that's a lot of confidence now. Like you feel like, hey, this is a legit goaltending tandem. And granted, it's only, you know, a little bit of time, 60 minutes worth of of watching – uh, Allen, but I'm excited with it. I think I just don't know what the fuck's going on with, with the Canucks. Uh, with Braden, Holpe, and Demko, it's just I would expect them to do a little bit better, but shit, that's... Yeah, Um, if I had any takeaway, I would say penalties are definitely something we need to work on. Uh, you, <laughs> you can't take seven penalties against the Edmonton Oilers and expect to have that result over and over and over again. And especially... uh what seven more times this season it's not going to happen it just won't no no, and no. i and do think go ahead, that no no worries i think that um two at least two of the penalties that we received for cross-checking were the result of bitch boy austin matthews and Toronto uh whining about a few jabs to the back and now we're seeing a fucking epidemic of cross-checking penalties around the league because shea weber's in 30 what is he 35 36 now veteran nhl defender possible hall of famer who has earned the respect and 
you know, privileged to basically throw around guys like that. His cross check was a penalty, but you, that's not a penalty that's ever called. I think it's just established. You know, you don't call that. Every NHL defender does it. We saw Romanov got dinged for one. Um, I honestly didn't think it was a penalty. Obviously, the younger guys get less leeway. It's a kind of a veteran play, but I genuinely just did not think it was a penalty. But yeah, so we can blame Matthews for that. Um, it's not something I want to see continue for the rest of the season, that's for sure. I think it's a hockey play. It's part of the physicality of the game. He is the only star player I've ever heard bitch or moan about it, but because he plays in Toronto, I guess TSN and Sportsnet had to pick it up as a big fucking deal. And honestly, I think if I was a Leafs fan, I'd be utterly ashamed of those comments he made because that's just ridiculous. It's a part of fucking hockey. Right. And um, just while we're on the subject, I'm glad I wrote that down to, to keep that being brought up. But um, so is that what you were referring to on your Twitter post? Because uh, I thought, excuse me, I thought it was in reference to the pileup that happened in front of the net. No, it was in reference. Uh, what? Which, which one are you talking about? Um, one of your one of your tweets during the Oilers game. Um, was like this is something that Matthews is, has ruined the NHL. With. Yeah, no, that's what that was about. Okay. Matthews has okay. ruined NHL hockey because <laughs> a simple hockey play that has been in the game since its inception and has you know gotten better the guys used to break sticks off guys backs like we don't see that anymore it's just a little shove does it hurt yes but holy fuck i played fucking soccer and i've been hit harder in a fucking in the box for a corner kick the way matthews was getting shoved like fucking man up bro it's it's a contact sport and if you take that out we become basketball if I wanted to watch a non-contact sport, I'd watch James Harden flop around the floor for 60 minutes. But I don't. Love it. I'd rather watch hockey. Hot take. Fuck basketball. No. <laughs> uh, no, I don't like basketball. Um, hockey's predominantly the only sport I watch nowadays. But you're right. Um, this is a highly physical game, and it's it's becoming softer. Um but I'm glad your eye caught it, and I'm glad it was something that we could have brought up, and hopefully some fans agree with you. Most fans should, um, because it happens to us, and, um, you know, sometimes the call isn't our way. Hashtag Chris Lee moments, but, like, I don't know. I, I this, this game is as soft as it should ever be. Like, there shouldn't be any more softness being added to it. No, it's – I don't know. It bothers me. And I think because it's Matthews, it bothers me more. But it's not a play I think should be penalized. How often do we see players have cracked ribs or any form of injury from those checks in front of the net? Brendan Gallagher got his jaw broken and they said nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's what pisses me off because it's not about protecting star players. It's about protecting the fucking captain underpants out there in Toronto who just whines and bitches and gets what he wants. And it's just, it's fucking annoying and frustrating to me. Um, I think this year, especially TSN has been better, but Holy fuck have Sportsnet especially 
just catered to Toronto this year. Like some of the stories they put out too, the articles, like I don't give a fuck about what pillow Mitch Marner is using in his hotel room. <laughs> is it a my pillow? <laughs> this is not the fucking hockey content I want. It's ugh. and then I, we're watching the Habs game. Uh I believe I believe it was the last one versus the Oilers. We finished like 10 minutes before them. I have to watch the end of the fucking Leafs game. And then just because, you know, I want to hear what Pierre LeBron and uh, Brian Burke have to say. And then I got to sit there through 15 minutes of fucking Leafs talk. And then I get my, I get to the half shit. I'm like, finally. And we get 30 fucking seconds. And it's just the general, oh, Carey Place played well for them. Like, it, <laughs> I'm tired of that narrative that, yeah, like, yes, or sorry, it was the game before then. Yes, Carey Price played well, but is that all you took away from that game? We absolutely bitch slapped the Oilers that first game. Mm-hmm. And all they could talk about was, oh, Carey Price, Carey Price. Like, when is that narrative going to change? We have a really fucking good hockey team. Well, I think if, if I'm being honest with you, they don't expect us to have a, a good team. Like, they're not ready for what we got. They didn't do, which is crazy, but, like, I, I don't feel like they, they want to do the research research and look into the depth of this new team. They expect that, just like in the past, oh, this team is being held by Carey Price. And I think now this is the exact season, the show, that it's no longer just a Carey Price show. We're not just holding on by the amazing talents of Carey Price and – this is something that we're going to just constantly see. They're just not going to know what else to say because it's what they've been saying for years. Well, and it's so fucking annoying too, because you know what? As much as I love Carey Price, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's going to go down as one of the greatest goalies to ever live. He's not going to retire with much hardware, but I think he's going to get the respect he deserves when it comes to like remembering his legacy. The last two years, if you're going to tell me Montreal got carried by Carey Price, you're out of your fucking mind because I'm sorry. He was not an elite goalie. He wasn't. He was a good starter, but he there were months and weeks where he looked bad. Mm-hmm. And do I think Carey Price is an elite goalie still? Yes. And I think he's shown it so far this year, knock on wood. But he has been... <laughs> a pretty mediocre goalie the last few years. And this narrative that, oh, Montreal is all Carey Price is tired, it's old, and it's lazy. Because you can't look at that roster and go, damn, they have some players. You either don't know hockey or you haven't done your research. Mm -hmm. Because that is a lineup of at least, I'd say, 10 players deep who can really fucking play it. And I'm being generous there because I don't want to sound biased. <laughs> and I mean that on the good RD, that's got to be one of the hardest decors to play against in the league. And I don't even mean talent. I think we're up there, but look at that. Everyone in our top four is six, three or over. Very nice. Like that's just absolutely absurd. I love it. Um, <laughs> I mean, how do you, I think you hit the nail on the head. There's not much to, there's not much, all I can do is agree with you. You know, there's, there's nothing that you left out. Um, fuck dude. That was, that was brilliant. 
that was like blue check mark twitter worthy oh. you know <laughs> um that's just something we had joked about before recording uh one fun thing to bring up um so i just retweeted but uh our canucks thbn host the stick and rink boys um i retweeted it because i think it's pretty funny uh basically one of the guys on there was saying that Hoglander is going to score three goals tonight, get his hat trick, and that's why the Canucks are going to blow at the Habs. Um, I don't, I don't know what's to come. If we base it on the past couple games, they're due for one, but at the same time, I don't think that this train's slowing down. It might be a different game. It might be a slower game in general for us. You know, it's we had two games to learn the Oilers this season so far, um, but we got a three-game run with Vancouver and I don't I don't think that this is going to happen with this brand new guy granted this dude's uh it's pretty fucking good he's one of the few people that has a goal for this team right now um it's one thing about the Canucks right now as I'm looking at their roster and a lot of their big a lot of their big players aren't haven't produced yet and granted it's will be their fourth fifth game whatever um I mean, it, it still seems that Quinn Hughes is probably the best player on their team. Their defense is, is looking a lot better than their offense right now as far as, like, um, you know, on the offensive um, point slot. But I just think it's – I think it's funny. I love that uh, stick and rink is, is so high on their guys. Uh, this is a team that I want to win, but not not in these next three games, you know, so – yeah, figured, I, know. I figured I'd throw it at you. See how you feel about Hoglander's, uh, you know, hat trick tonight, according to the boys. Uh, Nils Hoglander is going to be an elite talent in the NHL. Absolutely. I really believe that he, in terms of skill, just raw skill, is up there on the Canucks roster. And when you look at that roster, you realize how much of a compliment that is. Uh, scoring three goals tonight. I think it's gonna to be tough. On I'm not th- gonna. I'm not gonna say anything because I'm not gonna jinx us. Twenty minutes before puck drop. Absolutely. But it, it's a bold take for sure. We'll knock on wood for that one. But do I think he's gonna be impactful this year? Absolutely. I mm-hmm. think only as he gets more comfortable, he's only gonna improve. Sorry, I worded that poorly. But <laughs> yeah, I think when you look at the roster and how deep it is in Vancouver with just playmakers and elite offensive talent. I don't see how he doesn't perform. Um, a guy that skilled, even if, you know, he's buried with shitty line mates, he's going to every once in a while, his talent's just going to break through and he's going to do something spectacular. So I think Nils Hoglander is going to score a decent amount of goals this year, or put up some decent points. Um, but like you said, hopefully it's not in these next three games. And uh, we're uh, hoping for our own Hattie from uh, Alexander Romanov, the czar himself. So. <laughs> oh, man, what a goal. I'll put my rookie uh, against theirs. That's All I got to say is that it's it's got to be pretty hard. And I, I love what they said the other night uh, against the Twin Towers, the Trident, this uh, the Tsar, you know, our defensive core is amazing. Our fourth line is playing 
amazing defensively. Our fucking second lot's playing amazing defensively. This entire team is, is like consisted of a complete every player on this team is playing like complete hockey. Like they're all two two way forwards. And you know, it's just awesome. Like to just have a team like I saw a tweet uh at the end of last game and it was like the Habs are playing complete hockey, like the entire team. And that is like a great summing up of, of how it's been. Like you got offensive, you know, offensively known guys just putting the body out, just playing as defensively as they can. Like this is such a good look for us. Like this is such a good fucking blessing, a good look for us. And I don't see us not having a complete game again tonight, especially a team that's still trying to find themselves with a team, us, who looks like they've already found a good run, a good way to run this team, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm really happy with the hockey we've been playing. It's been fun to watch. It's been, for the most part, defensively responsible, except when Nick Suzuki tries spinorama passes at the blue line, five minutes left <laughs> to ruin Jake Allen's shutout. But yeah. I'm not bitter about that. Um, you sound bitter. How the fuck did Drew and get blamed for that? Easy People target. Are... It's an easy target. Oh my god! People blaming Drew. That is the equivalent of a fucking suicide pass. Oh, absolutely. That's and what it's... Suzuki did to him. Like, yeah, people say, "Oh, Drew and tried to toe drag." Well, what else was he gonna fucking? Yeah, he do? was looking face on, what about to get smashed and about to have a an easy. He was he getting his was pocket picked if he didn't dance past him. Yeah. It was it was a tough look. Um, I think Nick Suzuki is gonna do shit like that every now and then. He's he you could just he's tell young. you could tell yeah he's young, um, but he's a flashy player. Like he's gonna do stuff like that, and it, it sometimes it's gonna be good for us. Sometimes it's not. I uh, I'm not entirely upset we did get the win. I did want to see Jake Allen get his shutout, um, but you know at a game late late like that. It's uncalled for, but like I'd rather him do it with five oh. minutes left, three one, you know, three nothing. I know it, there's never a great time to do it, but I don't like. I think that's just a stupid play in general was, from a very and... smart player, and I think in a way selfish because like you want to get your goalie the shutout. You know what I mean? He's worked for yeah. you, grinded. He killed seven penalties for you. And you couldn't get him the shutout. It's just, it's a little frustrating. But my main beef with that whole play is people blaming Drouin because he's French. Like, Jonathan Drouin is a point per game for us right now. The last two games, he hasn't gotten many points. I don't think he's gotten any points, actually. But he's played fucking well. He hasn't made stupid drop passes from the blue line that we've seen him do in the past, like Suzuki there. And I thought just overall his hockey's been really good. That second line has been buzzing. So I don't understand where the Jonathan Drewin slander is coming from, but I don't think it's founded at all. And I, I'm really hoping that Drewin comes out and scores a goal or puts up some points tonight and kind of just says, fuck you to everyone after that. Right. Um, like I said a minute ago, it's just like I hate it. And, and I was team, you know, whipping boy, Drew Ann. Uh, but he's really come around, and it's it's very early. It's three games. But 
he's been playing well. I haven't really seen anything for people to criticize him that much. Uh, for that for that blame to be put on him in that moment, that's that's really it's misplaced, you know. But then at the same time, they oh, you know, Twitter's so you know, they're going to alienate you if you talk bad about Suzuki. If he made a bad play, he made a bad play. That was one. He could have severely injured Drew in if if they decided to run through him, you know, in that situation. And then, two, it just like you said, what, what was what was he to do? You know, it was a yeah. bad look. It was a bad play. Let's just. I, I, I just I don't know. I think that. I'm happy you brought it up because I, I completely forgot about it. But it was a bonehead play. It's a very young play, you know. Well, Drew N is still, I think, in, in terms of just pure skill, might be the most skilled player on our team. Like, when that guy turns it on, I don't know if there's many things he can't do on the ice. Right. And, you know, is he was he worthy of a third overall selection? It doesn't look like it. It really doesn't. But I would not call him a bust. Like, the guy puts up 50 points a year. I think he's capable of 60. I think he's capable of 70. I don't think he'll ever get there. I think for Druin, it's about he has a very high ceiling. And I think because of his speed, especially, and his hand-eye, he's going to be a player who has the potential to get 70, like, late until his career. I really do believe so. And I think put into a good situation, he could do it. Um, I just think he's a guy that maybe like, and I'm not saying he's dumb. I think he has decent hockey IQ, but I don't like Connor McDavid. They always say his mind matches his speed on the ice. And that's mm-hmm. what makes him so lethal. I almost wonder if Drew N is so fast and so skilled that he just can't keep up with himself sometimes in a weird way. But I think we've seen him really put it together this year and the potential to score a shit to like 50, I don't think is out of the realm of question, especially playing with Suzuki and Anderson who Anderson, especially, I just think he opens up the ice for those guys. The way he plays is perfect. And he can also make the skilled plays to play with them. I think that line Gonna if if state can see them staying together first, they're gonna do some damage together. And as they get to know each other, I think we could see a very lethal offensive line form in like the next few years, if not this year. Sick, very fucking sick, dude. Um, so we'll be wrapping up very soon, folks. Um, puck drop is literally twelve minutes away. Uh, but here's a fun thing I wanted to bring up after, you know, the three, one win Mason and his fucking mob went on and did a Joel Edmondson flash mob. And I want Mason to tell what the fuck <laughs> happened. Cause all I did was get on a Twitter and see this madness. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just, I don't know what the fuck to call it, but it was, it was angry. <laughs> um, if you're a part of Habs Twitter, you might know there's been a Joel Edmondson meme circulating. Uh, basically, just his advanced analytics from last year were dog shit. So it's his Habs profile picture laid over over this. And he's got like thug life glasses on and like dollar bills floating around him. 
I love he's got the like, like the OG fuckboy meme uh hat on that that yeah. brown Gucci hat. <laughs> just like the thug life shit. <laughs> and it says you just lost to Joel Edmondson. And then there's like money flying everywhere everywhere. There's like a fire flame coming out. So we fucking well, I didn't I want to say I didn't start this, but um I was definitely very involved. Um the Edmonton Oilers posted the um I think the end results and Hab's Twitter flash mobbed them just spamming this fucking picture of Joel Edmondson with thug life glasses and like cash floating around. And they took down the tweet. So we 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 successfully made at the Edmonton Oilers Twitter account, official Edmonton Oilers Twitter account, delete it. And they thought reposting it would be a good idea and which only caught more traction. And this thing has fucking exploded. What made me laugh uh, was just the initial, uh, what they put. And it was just like uh, the final of the game. And then they just like, let's go Oilers. Like you just got shit kicked two games in a row. Um, you were the best power play guys last year. There's no way in hell we should have ever give up seven, you know, seven chances, but we did. And you guys were lackluster in it. I would have been just, I wouldn't have been surprised if the Oilers Twitter would have been quiet, you know, if they wouldn't have tweeted anything other than tough night, you know, (laughs) but the fact that they just were like, let's go Oilers. And um, I was wondering why that was so, it kept being brought up in my fucking feed. And then I clicked the comments and it's just, overrun by fucking young Habs fans (laughs) just being ignorant as fuck oh man uh yeah I don't it was (laughs) it was eventful I'm sure we're gonna see some more shit tonight well uh, let's hope so let's hope for that win um I think this is a good place to close out um I just want to add one more thing hit it hit it I was complaining about Austin Matthews bitching and complaining about cross-checking and um while we've been on this i was glancing at twitter just making sure i the tonight's lineup was matched the same or announced the same sorry and i stumbled upon something i forgot about and something i find fucking hilarious so as we speak moments ago toronto lost in a nail biter the Edmonton Oilers. I thought it was a 3-1 win. <laughs> I thought they lost. That's, that's no, the no, vibe I, I'm getting. No, I mean, like, it wasn't close. Like, Oh, I thought they were pretty... Anyway, um, Jason Spezza missed an open net. Like, completely wide open net and basically lost the game for them. And if you don't know why this is fucking hilarious, it's because Crybaby Matthews just fucking went out last night and quite literally blamed the, his lack of goal scoring on the pucks the NHL were using. Him and Jason Spezza both whined about this. It's a light uh, vulcanized rubber. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, they complained about this, and the NHL used the old-style pucks tonight. Are you fucking and, serious? Yeah, yeah, because the NHL bends over to the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, that is Jason so Spesta that is missed, so fucking whack. Missed a wide open net. So, it ain't the pucks, bud. You're just trash. Maybe maybe he'll do better with the the ones that have the lights in it. Like 
<laughs> Maybe we should get him some fucking, you know, those like bright orange practice. Pucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should get him some of those. Oh man, Would a fucking road hockey ball be better. Yeah, or like the green, uh, the green little disc, the little pancake disc with the with the metal balls in it for street hockey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, D- uh, Dixie Hockey Problems, uh, a very southern uh, hockey group that I follow, uh, posted. Uh, you know, Leafs fans every time they lose a game, and it's the Simpsons like entire town with the pitchforks and the fucking. Uh, and the fire's going, like, they're going to go burn down the fucking city. <laughs> yeah, dude, people are just going ham on the leash right now. Um, another thing before we get off, uh, if you guys haven't saw it, um, I just saw this while we were on. Marshawn Lynch was at the practice facility for the Avs, and he was skating around, and he's actually pretty fucking good at skating. And if there's any, like, a, a – a, like another thing that this guy can do, I can see him playing like beer league hockey, like men's hockey. So I, I think that dude is like a universal athlete at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then, All right, well, uh, yeah, let's, let's close it out. Let's close let's it fucking out. close her out. Cause I got a hockey game to watch. Absolutely. Folks, and as we is, speak, go ahead. Leafs fans are getting attacked by the same Matt flash mob that has created a Miko Koskinen meme. Oh, geez. All right. So, let- <laughs> updates <laughs> next episode <laughs> last thing folks uh you guys aren't gonna hear it until tomorrow but i'm anticipating a big night from uh tyler Toffoli, even if it's not like he's not on the board it doesn't matter he's going up against his former line mate and pearson tonight and uh i think this is going to be a great game for him he's not gonna I, i'm not gonna go deep into it because i'm trying to do an exit anyway look for tyler Toffoli to really stand out tonight hopefully uh, folks, this has been Habs Nightly. Uh, please follow us at Habs Nightly on Twitter. Bayou Benders on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, please go like the poll for the best sweater in in the NHL. We're going up against the Oilers right now, so let's give the Oilers another loss. And we're giving it away, right? Yeah. So if yeah. The, if if the Habs make it and we finish them, because I mean we are the best jersey, we are the best sweater in the NHL. In it's probably one of the best sweaters. Period. But if the Habs end up winning, thanks to you guys, we will be giving away a Habs sweater to a lucky fan. So let's just keep this going, this win cycle going for us. Please like and subscribe. Uh, Go Habs. This has been Habs Nightly. You have a great night. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.